Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting live on the TuneIn Radio app, also available on SoundCloud, Spreaker, and, of course, every episode on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to get in contact with the show or have your questions answered on air, please email us, richsportstalk at gmail.com. Well, we're here, finally, the week of the NFL Draft. Lots of great stuff going on. We're going to have a couple podcasts leading up to this. But today's episode, we're going to focus on the quarterbacks, which has been the talking point of this draft. It's who's going number one. We keep hearing different rumors of who's going to be the number one pick. Is it going to be Sam Donald? Is it going to be Baker Mayfield? Could it even possibly be Josh Allen or Josh Rosen? And it's really become about the big four of quarterbacks. Uh, mentioned them just now about who, where are they going to go in the top five, top ten, who's going to possibly trade up to get them, who's going one, who's going to be available for the Jets at three. There's a lot of talk about all these quarterback prospects. We've been nitpicking them. We've been looking at their strengths, their weaknesses, their faults. But there's one quarterback that is getting forgotten in this conversation that I don't think is getting the respect he deserves. And now, do I think he is a slam dunk to be successful in the NFL? No. But he's a very intriguing prospect that isn't getting the credit he deserves. And when you look at his track record, you look at his growth and progression in college football, I'm surprised he's not mentioned in the same breath. And there's a team that's interested in him. And if they're interested in him, I think everybody in the league should take note. And that's Lamar Jackson out of Louisville. Now, I know what the big criticism is. Running quarterback, coming from the ACC, more of a spread system. We forget this guy won the Heisman as a sophomore. We forget that he's rushed for over 4,000 yards. And is there concerns about him being able to adjust to the pro game, being able to be able to make that adjustment in terms of being a pocket passer instead of being a runner? I will say one nice thing about his legs, though, is he can go to a team with a bad offensive line, have that mobility, And more importantly, it allows him to adjust to the speed of the game the first two, three years. He can make some plays with his legs. I know there's been some speculation that he's having trouble with more than a two-read system. But a lot of these quarterbacks now on the college level, it's a one-read system. And the spread offenses, the coaches have all the plays all pre-done. And he does have the tutelage of Bobby Petrino. But the things I like about Lamar Jackson, it, it amazes me because we nitpick certain things about other quarterbacks and Jackson doesn't really have those question marks now the accuracy is a concern but that doesn't seem to be the case for a guy like Josh Allen because everyone's talking about his arm strength but they're not looking at the 56 percent completion percentage now I know there's a lot of factors that go into it. it's not the perfect representation of accuracy because you have to deal with the receivers and the route trees and who's catching your, the balls there But one thing I've noticed about Jackson is he's gotten progressively better throwing from the pocket at Louisville. You can see his progression over the years. It it is a steady growth. And this is another thing I like about him. He's played a lot of games. He doesn't have the durability issue. 12 games as a freshman, 13 and 13 as a sophomore and junior. So this guy, he's gotten the reps. And to me, reps are important. Now, that's one thing that concerns me about Donald. Hasn't necessarily had the reps you would like to see at the college level, getting all those reps. Same thing with Josh Allen. But I'm looking at in his career completion percentage, 57%. I know, not great, but it's gotten better. 54% as a freshman, 56% 
and up to 59.1. Now, is that a great completion percentage? No, but you look at his growth as a passer. Now, they asked him to throw more this year, 27 touchdowns to 10 picks, but had a collegiate career of 69, 27 touchdown to interceptions, threw, the, threw over 1,000 passes, threw for over 9,000 yards to the air, had over 4,000 yards with his legs on the ground. It, to me, you look at the passing game, now, were the touchdown interceptions a little bit better the year before? Yes, but they also asked him to pass more. He had more attempts this past year, better completion percentage, more yards, about the same yards per attempt. So for me, you look at the progression of a Jackson, I think it's something that a lot of these teams have to consider because everyone's talking about arm strength, and I think Jackson's got a better arm than a Baker Mayfield. I think he's got a better arm strength to get outside of the numbers. Does he have the best arm of the draft? No. But I look at all the aspects of his game, great athlete and great size. Now, those two strikes against Baker Mayfield I don't like. I think he's too short, and I don't think he's a great athlete. I think Donald's above-average athlete. I think he's a good athlete. Rosen's an okay athlete, a little bit slender from what the NFL likes. Allen is the big athlete, but you look, Jackson's six foot three. He's got the size. I think he's got the legs to make plays. And he's coming from a conference, and he reminds me a little bit of Deshaun Watson coming out. I think Watson in last year's draft process was that guy that was kind of under the radar, went as the third guy in the draft. There was some talk they could go number one, but Really, once you got to draft day, it was kind of like, okay, he's going to be the mid-round quarterback selection. And before he got injured last year, he made that transition very well to the NFL. And to me, another big factor in why Jackson should seriously be considered by other teams who are in the market for a quarterback, especially if you're at that tail end of the first round, we're talking about Buffalo, we're talking about Miami, we're talking about the Cardinals at 15 if they can't trade up in the top 10. One team has shown a lot of interest in him, and they could trade up. Now, some experts have said they'll try to trade up to get one of the other top prospects. I don't think they have the ammo to get up into the top five, but certainly into the top ten, that's the New England Patriots because they now have the 23rd and 31st picks in the first round, early second round picks, and Brady, it's reported he's going to We kind of knew he was going to come back, but the Patriots, they need to have a succession plan. They've never had a backup plan. I mean, you can't tell me Brian Hoare is the backup plan if Brady at 41 next year goes down. And Belichick's always the guy. He's always thinking three, five years ahead of everyone else, especially at the quarterback position. And there's been a lot of reports that the Patriots really like Jackson. They think he's a smart kid. They're very interested. And Bill Belichick and the Patriots, they know what they're doing. If, if the Patriots are interested in a player... And now I know certain players will only fit their scheme and they get the best out of those players. But if the Patriots, if it's coming out that they really like a player, there has to be some things they like about him, whether it's his character, his makeup, or his ability. And we keep talking about all the issues with these top four quarterbacks. The accuracy is an issue for Jackson, but it's also been an accuracy for Mayfield down the field. It's been a bigger issue for Allen, who could potentially be the number one pick. Donald has thrown interceptions, although I don't accumulate that to much accuracy. We talk about durability, where, you know, Donald took some shots, but he was okay. Allen, I'm surprised no one's talking about the durability with Allen more because he missed time this year, he missed time the year before. He hasn't been completely healthy in his college career, and I'm looking at a guy like Jackson, 
He made every single start from his freshman to his junior year. I mean, come on, this guy was as durable as you can be. He had plenty of experience. But the big thing I look for is growth as a player. And for Josh Allen, I look at his statistics... And I also look at Josh Rosen. We talk about durability. He is a major red flag for durability with the concussions and the injuries he's had at UCLA. So I'm always surprised that Jackson is finding himself, he's the beginning of that second tier of quarterbacks in this year's draft. We're talking about the big four going in the top ten. I wouldn't be surprised if Jackson sneaks in there, maybe jumps ahead of someone, but he's the guy I think we got to keep an eye on, especially when we get to the late tens and we get to the early teens there's a lot of teams in this league that need a quarterback or a quarterback plan i mean think about it dolphins bills now picking in that top team if they can't trade up to get one of the big four that everyone's talking about he's right there for their taking arizona at 15 desperately needs a quarterback in fact i think of all the teams in this draft arizona is in the worst position without a quarterback because at least the Dolphins have a short-term plan for next year with Tannehill. The Jets have a short-term plan with either Bridgewater or McCown. There are teams that have some capacity quarterback. Even the Browns have Tyrod Taylor for a year. But Arizona does not have anyone. And I know they signed Sam Bradford, but do you really think Sam Bradford's going to last a season, let alone the first six games of the season? And look at that division for quarterbacks. Jared Goff. Russell Wilson right at the top, and oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. You have three great up-and-coming young quarterbacks in the prime of their career in that division, and you have Sam Bradford. So Arizona's going to be desperate. I wouldn't be shocked if they try to move up to get Jackson. I'm not going to be surprised if the Patriots try to move up to get Jackson to have a succession plan behind Brady. So I am very interested why he isn't getting the love he deserves Especially even at the combine, guys were asking, hey, are you going to play wide receiver? Because you can run a 4-3 or a 4-4. And we've seen some quarterbacks make that transition, but Jackson's got talent. He's thrown the football very well at the collegiate level. He's had the experience at quarterback. And I think that's one reason he's been frustrating, a little snippy at some of these scouts, because they're telling him or asking him, would he play wide receiver? And he's a quarterback. He's been a quarterback his whole life. That's his mindset going into the pros, and he wants to play quarterback. This isn't a Tim Tebow who couldn't throw the football, may I remind you. This is a talented, athletic kid who threw for over 9,000 yards in college and 69 touchdowns, and he won the Heisman. We're talking about Baker Mayfield as this year's Heisman. We forget Lamar Jackson won it the year before. So... You also have to keep this in mind, too. The Patriots have talked about They've also hosted him. They have hosted Lamar Jackson for a workout. Think about that. The New England Patriots, who, if you don't think they're the best-run organization in football, they're second. They're bringing him in. You don't think that tells you something that this kid might be able to play? I mean, you look at the last two quarterbacks that backed up Tom Brady. Jacoby Brissett had a very successful year last year despite a god-awful roster in Indianapolis. 
and prove that he's at the very least a capable starting quarterback in this league, if not a highly valuable backup for years to come. And Jimmy Garoppolo looks poised to be one of the next big stars of this game. And they're looking at this kid. And all I keep hearing from every draft show, every analyst, everything about this NFL draft is, hmm, wonder where Allen's going to go, where Mayfield's going to go, where Donald's going to go, where Rosen's going to go. No one seems to be talking about Jackson. And it's going to be interesting because I feel he's the prospect we really need to keep an eye on. Now, this is going to be a great class in terms of the quarterbacks to keep an eye on because I think it's going to be enjoyable to watch these kids grow. And really, this could be a draft that we could be talking about for the next decade, decade and a half in terms of what quarterbacks it gives us. But keep an eye on Lamar Jackson. Keep an eye where he goes, especially if he goes to New England. Because... If New England finds that he is the succession plan to Tom Brady, he could have a very successful NFL career. And by the time we're done, 10, 15 years down the line, if New England trades up again, he could go to another place and be successful. But especially if New England trades up and he becomes the franchise quarterback there and very successful, we all might look back in this draft and just kick ourselves and say, man, how could we not see Lamar Jackson with that athleticism? that arm, that success in college. How could we not see that? How did four quarterbacks possibly go ahead of him? It could be like the Dan Marino draft. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be Dan Marino. Do not quote me on that. What I will say is this. Look at that 83 draft. How many quarterbacks went between John Elway and Dan Marino? We all know Jim Kelly was a Hall of Famer in the middle, but you had a couple quarterbacks in the middle of that draft that have just become footnotes in history, and you had a lot of teams that after that 83 draft and for the next decade and a half saying, how did we miss on Dan Marino? How did we miss on him? That could be this year with Lamar Jackson. He's the quarterback that's not getting the love or the attention that this big four is getting. Yet I look at him and I compare him side by side. Good athlete. He's got the size. Decent arm. Does the accuracy concern me? Yes, but apparently it doesn't concern some of the scouts with some of these other prospects. Durable. Made plenty of starts in college. Has plenty of experience. And more importantly, grew every single season in college. Yet we're not talking about him. Could he have been the number one quarterback in next year's draft or another year? It's quite possible but he's the quarterback that's right now the footnote. But if the Patriots draft him, and it looks like there's a good chance, and they have the ammo, they might. They're not going to go into the season without a good succession plan for Tom Brady, is my humble opinion. If New England gets him, and he could go to another team be successful, but if New England gets him, and Bill Belichick turns him into the succession to Tom Brady and a successful quarterback, we could be talking about these other four prospects as the footnotes in the 2018 NFL Draft. Thank you for joining us today here on Rich Sports Talk. As always, you can email us at richsportstalk at gmail.com. Also follow us on Twitter at richsportstalk. We'd love to hear from you. Have any questions before the draft? We're going to do full analysis up to and after the draft. This is my favorite time of the year. I love the NFL Draft. Got a lot of great information. Stay tuned and follow us. Remember to follow and subscribe for all the latest shows. 
We'd love to hear from you, the fans, as always. And remember, you can listen to us on TuneIn. You can download us on iTunes. And we're also on SoundCloud and Spreaker. So we're on multiple platforms. Find us where it's convenient for you. We'd love to hear from you, the fans. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Nolan Rich, and have a great day.